Today's best music. Magic 89.9. We are live with the chat room. My name is Boom, and today we have two guests joining us. Uh, we'd like to thank them in advance for taking time in, this, uh, in the middle of the pandemic to join us to talk about photography today, which is something that I have no clue about. Not, nothing. I have no idea, which is why we're doing the show also. But there seems to be a lot to talk about, not necessarily just about photography, but everything that happens in the world of photography. All right. My guests for today, four years in the Philippines as a photographer. She'll explain why. There's a little bit of an intermission in between, but we'd like to thank her for joining us. Uh, Regine David is with us. Hello, Regine. Hi, thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. Oh, we, we are very thankful that you are joining us, including an old friend of mine who has been uh, in the business for 36 years already. Raymond Isaac is with us, joining us here on the chat room. Hello, Raymond. Hi, good afternoon to everybody out there. <clears throat> it's uh, raining in some parts. I hope it, every, everybody's Thank okay. You. Yeah, I hope everybody's okay, yep. safe and sound. Um, thank you, both of you. For joining us now, um, it's I think your perfect combination, both of you, as I said earlier, and we'll explain the whole four years in the Philippines experience for Regine. Thirty-six. Everybody knows Raymond already. It's funny. The first question somebody when when I when I well we've known each other since probably '04. I think was the time that we met, um, and um, somebody messaged me saying, uh, "Can you ask him?" You know, the first question before you start your show, uh, <laughs> after all of these years, the first question that gusto na ibato kay Raymond is, ano ba talaga? Isaac or Isaac? <laughs> Ay, magandang question yan. Ay, ano. Well, there, there is an answer to that, seriously. When I started... Yeah, that's why we're asking the question. Okay, let's go. No, normally, if, you know, you're just family, relative, and blah, 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 you know, it's Isaac. But uh, the nice okay. story is that when I went to New York and nobody, in my first five years, people hated me here. So I said, forget about the Philippines. I'm going to have a vacation in really? New York. And yeah, they hated my guts here. Anyway, to make the long story, that's a long, that's a long story. So I went on a vacation <laughs> in the okay. States. And then uh, that was about summer. So I did summer workshops and everything in photography. I came back. And then the cheesemis was, oh my God, there's this boy wonder, a Raymond Isaac from the States. And he's like, he grew up there. He's a very good Filipino and he's a photographer, blah, blah. I said, take, uh, take advantage ko nga to. So, so the, to the clients, it was a marketing ploy to use Isaac as my name. And it stuck. And, but the truth is, it's lang to, no? Because it, the, originally my name, yeah, it's lang. And the name, the name originally was spelled in the, with a Y. So it's Jewish. It's Yitzhak. So that's how it used to right. be pronounced. So there. What it's, a story. And uh, um, do, do you think this would have changed uh, uh, if, let's say, you stuck with the old pronunciation? Not that you were ashamed of it or anything like that, but because, again, everything is about marketing sometimes, especially here in, yeah, in our think, country. You know, think do you think it ahead. would have been different? Yeah, it would. It would. I mean, I was ahead of. I was ahead of the. You know, uh, what's this? What do you do? What? How do you do? That, Virginia? You know, when you, when you, uh, when you fix yourself, you market, you brand yourself in social media. You, uh, uh, oh your own imaging God. and branding. Yeah, imaging and branding. No, it starts with the other C. You curate yourself. That was what I was trying. Ah, you create. I was curating myself already that early on, 
And it did help. So everybody would uh, be scared first because it's Isaac. So they thought I was talking <laughs> to somebody who's, who's from the States. And it worked okay. vice versa. So when I did work in the States too, uh, I didn't have a hard time. They didn't right. think I was Filipino. Right, right, right. Okay, that's the long and short of it. So there, for somebody who wanted me to ask that as the first question, that's out of the way. Thank you very much. Regine, explain to us, you have a, you said you've in total four years in the, in the Philippines, uh, in the world of photography, but you, there was like an in-between thing. Can you tell us uh, what that is all about? Yeah, so technically it's been 12 years, but I don't really, it's hard to count that total. Um, I explained that before to Raymond. We had a thing last year, we did a- Right, um, we had the thing. Yeah, and then we were, <laughs> we were talking about, we were talking about like how long we've been working, as photographers and then for me I started off when I was 17 or 18 uh, okay. in the Philippines um, but it was like small work here and there and then um, you know it's it's really hard to get an education in fine art for photography specifically um, during that time and so mm. I decided to apply for schools abroad for photography so from 2010 I think or two, yeah 2010 to 2013 I studied abroad and um, I went to the school called SCAD. Uh, they have a campus in many different places. At that time, they had one in Hong Kong, um, in Savannah, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, and in France. Um, so during that time, I like studied and then I had an internship in New York, just like Raymond. And then after that, I worked there for a couple of years, uh, came back home 2016. And then um, now I'm kind of like in limbo because of borders being closed but i would have been based in tokyo right now so wow. you would have been by by this time by this yeah, time yeah, yeah. borders you would mm-hmm. have been i was there. Like, okay i renewed my visa that's what happened um i i was there for about five months last year and then i had to come back home to renew my visa and then once i finally got the visa renewal they were like oh borders closed and i'm like what oh. <laughs> so, so so it's like so, okay well well um Will there still be a chance when the borders open that you'll still relocate? Is that is that the plan? Relocate and yeah. work there? And, and yeah, then, I mean, my okay. stuff's in a storage unit. It, it's there, yeah. Okay, um, okay. It's, it, it's good because, like, I was afraid that, you know how sometimes when you enter a country, there's, like, a validity for, for visas. So technically, it's only three months before you enter. But because of the pandemic, they extended it to mm. next year. So I feel okay. I, I'm fine. So okay. Okay. All right. Before we proceed, does every I know you guys agreed that you were going to join me for a drink on this because yeah. you guys are home anyway, so you're safe. What's the What's the the poison? The, what's the uh, the choice? I have to ask that, Raymond. What do you usually indulge in when when you're at home and just having a I'm addicted whatever? to. What's, is that Twelve Monkeys? That I just poured here. Addicted talaga, you know. Sinabi ko talaga addicted. Well, it's my it's my comfort drink, so I mix it with cucumber and and, and Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. it's, it's gin. I think it's gin. I'm gin, yeah. gin, yeah. It's gin. Okay, that's a it, oh, gin it has has made a comeback. Huh? Gin has made a, a triumphant comeback yeah, the last monkey, couple of years. It's called Monkey Forty Seven. It's a, you know why I like yeah. it. it that's a pretty good. Yeah. It looks like a yeah. medicine bottle, and that's the only reason I said, "Hmm, maganda yata to nga." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good brand. I, I will attest to that. Uh, Regime, what do you what do you have? 
today? Uh, normally, I enjoy gin and tonics, but today I am having a chai latte. Yeah, there you go. Chai <laughs> latte. I need a okay. Take after it lunch. easy, okay? Yeah, it's after we'll, lunch. Uh, we'll check in on you later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are you drinking? Of, I'm drinking uh, uh, whiskey. Yeah, right oh, there it is. Just on the rocks, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I got a cover. I got a cover. <laughs> no, this is just like, just we're talking, we're chatting for like an hour or so, so it's okay. Okay, wait. Schools, let's talk about that because you both touched on, you know, um, photography abroad uh, how are our schools Raymond when it comes to uh, the world of photography the field of photography uh, are we uh, and this is again me coming from an ignorant place right um, are we up to par are we are we good when it comes to uh, schools and education when it comes to the field of photography well I'll, I'll be biased because uh, my generation I always tell people that you know I'm gonna carbon date myself again it's because when I started <laughs> school in, in La Salle uh, the communication mm -hmm. arts department had the best uh, media people there were good writers there were good uh, directors there were good photographers so but also the, the the best part of any school is that your teachers should also be practitioners not only based on the right. academe. So I was lucky right. that my teachers were uh, were also practitioners. So be, even before I graduated, they actually pulled me into their studio and said, you know, you, you have potential, you should shoot. So that's how I got introduced into the business because my teachers were were working in the advertising and in the fashion business. So it was mm. easy. Now, however, uh, that's the reason why we go out is because we, we lost that group of teachers who are... Uh, practitioners and part of the academe. So they sometimes ask me to go back to the South to do special classes or to other schools for that matter to just to share mm -hmm. what it is in the real world. I do mm -hmm. that. I do want to be a teacher. That's that's a, that's part of my... If I didn't become a photographer, that would have been my... Big best. plan? Really? Yeah, that, that would have been, you know, but as they say, money pays better <laughs> in advertising. So I right, stuck with right. advertising. So there, right. I mean... But we do have good schools, but you just need to, you just need to look for good teachers also. That 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 mm. would have to do. Regine, what do you specialize in? Because obviously in photography there's there's a lot of like uh, you know specializations, right? Like portrait, now there's food, there's wedding, there's travel, landscape, but there's all of photojournalism panga and all of these mm -hmm. things. What, what what do you specialize in? Um, I think for professional work, that would have to be fashion and portraiture. Um, okay. A lot of times I shoot for newspapers and publications, um, usually feature stories. Um, and uh, for personal work, I like, like photo documentation, not necessarily, not necessarily photojournalism, which is, can be a little bit more hard hitting, minus more of a personal thing. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it's a mix, but, um, yeah, I would say like people, I love working with people. That's a, okay, yeah. for, let's say as a profession for money, uh, what is this, your specialization when it comes to the monetary part of it? Uh, definitely fashion and part, it's really fashion portraiture. That's like the, the, the main, like part of my work. So I would shoot for brands or, you know, uh, magazines, newspapers. Like I, I, sh I shoot a lot for the Philippine Star and Hinge Inquirer. Right. So that's kind of like the, the, the fun part and the money-making part. 
okay, just like in, you know, there's no ex, there's no exception nowadays in terms of this pandemic. It has affected everybody, regardless of uh, the field that you uh, belong to. Um, Raymond, uh, first, let me ask specifically, how has it affected uh, your business? Well, we all stopped shooting. That's definite. Everybody is like, in the beginning, we didn't know what to do. Uh, clients were afraid. Uh, the celebrities, the actors, and, and, and the models were afraid to go out because, you know, if they get mm. sick, it's going to affect two weeks or 14 days of quarantine. You don't even know if... We, we didn't know anything about uh, the virus. Now that, now that um, uh, everybody else is relaxed and it seems to be we're the only ones trapped in limbo, uh, what, we, what is happening right now, work has started to, uh, you know, to... To get uh, to to be uh, uh, yeah settled in again, but um, only a few have actually uh, wrapped their brains around uh, certain protocols or safety measures. And right. me being paranoid, uh, I've actually been way advanced. I've had the misting booth. I had disinfectant mats. I have UV lamps all over the place. I, I so you invested. You invested. Well, I invested in my health because basically I'm a, a for yourself, Muna. Uh, yeah, because you're, are you a germaphobe? Oh, no, no, no. I'm. Uh, I have asthma. Uh, adult asthma, they call it, right? Ah, Develop okay. it towards 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 the late, later part of the years. But right. the point is, uh, if it's respiratory, and then if you get hit by it, mm. that mm. that will be a dangerous part. So I was very paranoid about it. So I had all these things prepared for me, and when they said it was okay to work, every I just realized, hey, I I am ready to work, and I started getting people, you know, in the studio again until it closed again this past two few days right a couple of weeks but, yeah yeah a couple of weeks but then again you know uh slowly things are slowly going back to normal slowly uh i have a question for you oh sorry go ahead yeah please please no 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 no, no. go ahead Please, uh, I, I was gonna ask like how do you explain that to clients or i guess the people that you're working with uh, you need these protocols set because sometimes i feel like not everyone has the same standard for safety they want they all want to be safe but then how do you secure yourself and everyone else? Like oh, in terms um, of like safety, monetary things, stuff like that. No, if they want to shoot, like I have, uh, I have clients calling me because of my safety standards. I, I'm, I'm happy that they, they say, Raymond, uh, we want to shoot in your studio because you're more prepared than the other photographers. So mm-hmm. the, the first thing is you need to know what, what uh, it is to protect yourself. So it's the, all, all the information's out there. But the, one of the most important things that I've discovered in the two weeks that I've been shooting already is that uh, rapid testing is not reliable. So I would right. actually ask my my assistants and even even the actors and actresses I work with have already changed their requirements and asked for uh, a swab test uh, right. a day before the, the shoot itself. And then even if we do have swab testing, I isolate people, like if my, if my assistants are, they live in Quezon City, I tell them not to go home. They stay in my they stay in my building. Nobody leaves until that. No, it's a, we get paid per day, which means the no work, no pay type of work. You need to explain right. to clients. It's an investment. It's an ad that you need to take care of. Your health is an investment. So you don't want to risk anybody for that matter. So that's um, I did I did a job yeah I did a job last week uh, and uh, I hosted something and that was uh, the protocols I had to go through also I had to get tested to make sure that I was okay to be in that place everybody scaled down the production people scaled down I think to half but uh-huh. everybody was tested so only the ones who were negative 
were allowed, including me, the host, were allowed to be in that uh, particular was it the, house. Was uh, it the blood testing or is it the swab where they put something in? No, it's a swab. It's a swab. Because, yeah, yeah swab. Because we don't do the rapid anymore. I think, I yeah. think common, I, I would like to think uh, common knowledge na yata na parang, no. you know, oh 50-50. Yeah. No. It's a 50 -50 oh my God. Thing, I tell you, boom, uh, right. The, apparently, the Filipino people. I am. I am sorry if you will hate people who are listening to me out there. But in my program, in my, I know, I always reiterate this. We have a weird sense of perspective about security and safety. So I always mm. tell people, no, the rapid testing is like that. What happened to Augie Alcasid? Uh, have you heard of that? He no. was tested positive in a rapid test once, and then. They tested him again. This is, I think, for ASAP. And then they tested him a second time rapid. It was negative. They tested him the third time. It was positive. So they panicked. So positive they had again. to go through. Yeah, right, positive right. again. So it's a false positive right. thing. When they did right. the swab test, he was uh, a negative. So it's like, it makes you it makes you wonder, are we, are we playing a game here? Are people earning? I mean, no offense to those who are offering or whatever. But I mean, let's just be safe, period. It's as simple as that. People, I have friends, when I do my broadcast, I have friends from out of the country who are listening, and they're saying, Raymond, we only have one rapid test in our country. And I don't know why you right. guys have all, this, all these little things in between. We have 20 kinds. We have 20 yeah. kinds. Yeah. I mean, there yeah, yeah, is a standard. There is a standard. And then, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, but some people have this notion that, I don't know, was it painful for you, the swab test? It was just uncomfortable, but never painful. Painful is not the word. that I Yeah, painful use. is not the um, word. Yeah, intrusive, uncomfortable. Yes, you know, intrusive. Uh, that's a good. You know what one. I mean? Yeah, parang, yeah. What are you doing there? What, what are you doing in there? Right, right, right. I don't even know what part of my head it was in already. At the end, when they were like, where they were like, yeah, we were like twirling it inside. <laughs> I know. I'm like, uh, how 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 long will this take? I I and then I, it wasn't painful, but then again, I realized I was steering, not because it was Correct. painful. It was Same. yeah. It was like. I can't even describe intrusive it. Talaga. Intrusive, Parang, yeah, intrusive talaga. Yeah, yeah, right. But you so, got to go through it. Uh, Regine, did you do any work during the uh, pandemic? Mm -hmm. Zero. Uh, what is your, what is, what is your, is that by choice or is it also because Definitely by choice. Wasn't? Oh, okay. By choice. Um, what is your take? Go ahead, please. Sorry, go ahead. That's okay. Uh, I think that as long as there are parameters set, like that I know that everyone is safe, um, mm. it's okay. Mm. Unfortunately, I'm not in that kind of space where I live alone. Um, I live in a house full of mm. like elderly and immunocompromised people. So the kind mm. of risk is too high for me, not even for right. monetary things. It's, I really, right. it's not, but I think now there are other it's ways for me it. to yeah. make money. And, um, right. and I have a lot of friends and colleagues that are doing really well. Um, my grandmother who, you know, they have these things set, so it's easier for them to work and it's possible. But for right. me, I find that um, taking a step back and actually going through um, the print route is, uh, or like printing, like fine art route is, it's actually better for me at this moment. It, it protects me and the people I'm with, um, as well as kind of like revisit a lot of the things that I've shot in the past. Because I think for you and I, or as photographers, we're constantly shooting, need for ourselves or commercial work. Um, to the point that we kind of don't even realize how much we've shot. True. And so, you know, this mm. time has been great for me to kind of look back. Um, a couple of months ago, around May, May and June, we, uh, a lot of photographers and I partnered up with uh, Shelter Fund, which is a, um, it was like a platform for photographers and artists to sell their prints 
um, to benefit and like all of the sales will go to the photographers and like a common like fund to like support people that didn't have um, like ways to earn money, which was most of us who mm. didn't have your, the time. What's your take on um, this whole virtual shoot? There's a lot of that going on nowadays, right? Uh, yes. uh, okay, I see, I see you chuckling, uh, Raymond. I, I want to I pick your brain about this whole thing. Um, is this uh, okay? Is this um, out of, uh, uh, is this just pivoting? Is this out of desperation? Is it, or is it a practice that was existing even prior to the pandemic? Answer to that is all of the above. Yep. But the reason I was chuckling, <laughs> the, reason, the reason I was chuckling is because um, um, uh, before the photographers actually started shooting, uh, the celebrities were already given, I won't tell you which ones, the celebrities uh, that, who have endorsements were already given instructions by photographers to set up their cameras, to set up this. And the funniest thing is that because the end, the social media has has you uh, is, is is made has made you a victim of you know curating beautiful shots of yourself. So everybody has ring lights, everybody has nice cameras. Even your phone has beautiful cameras if you have the new ones, you know. Right. So right, at the end right. of the day, we are we are all camera ready. That's 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 the thing that everybody has been selling, whether in makeup or in fashion. If there's this camera ready, HD ready makeup, you know. But literally, we are all camera ready. So. The, the right. only reason that it, it seems to be working right now is because the pandemic has pushed it faster and everybody, there was a shortage mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. ring lights, there was a shortage in Zoom uh, <laughs> uh, cameras. I was looking for one for a client because they, were, they needed to source these things out. But people are making right. money by producing uh, uh, online, online videos, whether they be videos or stills. So right. uh, I could be your producer and I could teach you how to set up and for the client and they can you can shoot yourself and it, it'll work. I still get paid even if I'm not the one clicking the camera. And the funny wow, part okay. Yeah, it, it does and work. you've done this. You've done this. I've done this. I've uh, at the risk of I can't expose my clients yes, because I do have contracts of No, 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 no. But, of course but, not. Of course no, not. No, I have a client that couldn't make it because he was afraid to uh, show up in the studio. I understand that part. So basically, right. what I did is I hired another tech guy who does sound, who does streaming. We were literally mm-hmm. broadcasting every single shot that was being shot. And my client was not in the Philippines. So we're okay. like, so I was scared because I didn't know if we were doing the right thing. But apparently, the client was so happy and we're still getting projects mm-hmm. from outside. So basically, yeah. And um, if you know. So this works. It, it does yeah. work. If you know what you're doing, there's nothing to be afraid of, whether it's a pandemic or whether you, you know, it, the idea is, I think I grew up in a generation where we were asked to be prepared no matter what. The problem with the younger photographers who don't have work right now, and I'm sorry to admit, I to, 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 to call a spade Point a spade, it out. Is, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, is because everything became easy with a click of a mouse. So now that things, things you needed to, you know, think things over, reassess. It becomes slow, a slower process for them. Whereas when we're trained, uh, I have this, I have this comic book that Batman says. You know, we're all Batman said to Robin one time that you know we always train for something. We always train for uh, to be good at this. We always train to be. We study this. But what what uh, what surprises us in the middle of the night is not what we prepared for, but the knowledge that we're always being preparing for for something. 
makes us prepared mm. if the in, inevitable happens. So that's what's happening right now. People who make mm. Cambot, what you said, pivot, we call it Cambot in our mm-hmm. industry. Now. Right. Uh, right. Is that, are those people who are, okay, so there's a pandemic, so what? Then let's just adjust. It becomes that simple. Other people approach it. It's not wrong. It's okay not to be okay at this point. But the point is there are two kinds of people. The other side goes, oh my God, what do I do? Oh my God, I'll be alone. Oh my God, I have anxiety. You know, it's okay. Not everybody's born of the same mold. So that, right, I'm just right, explaining right. it. So that way... And, people- and this is where... This is where training comes in. This is where a lot yes. of other things come in also. Correct. Your personality probably has something to do with it. Your training, your background, mentors, and the, all the experience that you've had, I Correct. suppose, come in in the, in the way that you deal with uh, whether Situations. it's a pandemic or a yeah. shortage or a crisis, right? This Correct. is what you're saying, Raymond, right? Correct. Right? Um, right. Did you, have you had experience with this regime? Sorry, um, the whole virtual shoot stuff? What yeah, I've that? I've done a couple. Um, nice. You know, it's I, I think with anything photography or whatnot, it's all about problem solving. Um, like Raymond yes. said, it's 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 not necessarily about pivoting, or it's not necessarily about it's not really like a band aid solution always. Because you know, like uh, the way we shoot also depends on uh, what we want to imply. And I think that having a virtual shoot is great having it's but it has to mean more than just the aesthetic value i think is what we all want to see because it's like okay what's so special about seeing another fashion shoot through you know a pandemic like how can you make it more different or how can you make it more special um is what i think a lot of people have to address um because now that you don't have like the tactile thing of being able to be physically there to direct you have to kind of give it more weight somehow. Don't you agree? Yeah. Um, and so uh, I think the way I've gone, um, a, lot of, a lot of the times people direct when they're on camera, right? For, for like these Zoom shoots. Um, I don't feel comfortable doing that. It kind of makes <laughs> me feel weird to like talk to somebody I've never met before and then be like there is there is kind of like a there is kind of like a creepy factor right (laughs) yeah it's it's a weird it's a weird power situation and i'm actually quite happy that people are starting to do these zoom chats because then they realize oh there's a lot of moving parts in what we do like you know right right? there's uh there's creative direction that's a great lighting that's a a great set design um hair and makeup like and like it's not that easy to to do it to be the photographer when you, when you're the ones actually in, in front of the camera yourself, you know that's yeah. why I love Regine Palaga. She's very intelligent. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that's an excellent excellent point. Even in other fields, if I may uh, interrupt, um, a couple of weeks ago I had Eve Dancel on the show, mm-hmm. and you know all of these music artists, as we know, they're also used to having roadies. And, uh, you know, guys who take care of everything else for them, sound checks and all of these things. Now they have to take care of all of these things for themselves. themselves. (laughs) Right. They're broadcasting. So in a a strange way, that's what you're talking about. Right, Regine? Yeah, absolutely. It's about appreciating all the people that you're able to work with and, you know, the value that they hold when you work with them. Um, And uh, so, so like there's this one shoot that I did for a publication, not here and, they were saying, hey, we, this is in Japan. They're like, we want you to shoot these people. And, you know, to be honest, I was really excited because one of the people that um, I was supposed to shoot 
was was someone on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy Japan. I'm just like, wait, I love this show. I really want to do it. But I was like, I'm not in Japan. So can I recommend other photographers? Oh. Um, and then they said, oh. no, we really want to work with you. Can we still do a Zoom sh shoot? And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, let's let's figure this out. And um, I think it was quite successful. But the way I asked them to do it was, you know, these people, a lot of these people that were, you were featuring, um, they're not necessarily models. And so they appreciate having uh, more like comfort and being directed. And since I can't physically be there, and I know that even for me, I don't really enjoy myself being in front of the camera. What I said was, okay, what I want you to do is record yourself like on your phone, just like that, record yourselves. Um, and it'll give you a direction, kind of like what Raymond says. Like, we will give you yeah. specific direction right. how you want to like yourself, what you want to wear, and like all of these things. Um, and then from there, I will take your video and process these and take these selections. It's kind of like working as like wow. a film director and taking your images, right? Um, and then from there, that's kind of where we got all the images for the feature. Nice, that's, nice. One, that's one way. There's like so many different ways so to go about it. But for me, I think especially if you're shine from the camera that's the easiest way to not feel intimidated Correct. um and if there are better ways please let me know because <laughs> i would love that <laughs> right right we're talking to raymond isaac and regine david our photography episode here in the chat room for those listening on radio uh, we want to say good afternoon to you whether you're working from home or on the road and those watching us on facebook and on twitch and on kumu my name is boo raymond you, you talked about your advantage, obviously, in terms of your training, your schooling, your experience, you've been around the world, you've done this, you've done that. What though, have you learned from, uh, just in the world of photography, in your world, what have you learned, though, from the, the newer ones in the business? Um, just like now, you were... You no, know, I, learned, I learned so much from what Eugene right, was saying. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, um, because there are some people in any field, Raymond, who are gatekeepers and are very arrogant about their being gatekeepers. Correct. Because they're veterans, right? There are some ganun, And then there are ganun, some who are just receptive. There are some receptive. Um, so what have you learned from the, from the newer generation of photographers? Well, uh, the truth is I was very uh, resilient when the digital age came in. So, But I finally gave in to that uh, in the beginning. So I shifted from uh, DSLR to, uh, to uh, digital photography. And then I was resilient about mirrorless camera. I said, oh my God, these kids are like playing with toys. I mean, you know, your camera has to be heavy. You have to be this and that. But then again, I saw <laughs> the advantage of technology. That's what I've learned uh, from this right. generation. They embrace To make it work for you. Yeah, to make it work for you. So they, like, I'm sure when we were younger, I mean, I'm saying is that there's something new, like maybe, sorry, video games like Atari. It was like, wow, it's Atari. So it became second nature to us to just go into video games. To them, any new technology is such, uh, such an easy thing to migrate to. And that's right, what I need right. to learn. So from from not uh, to not be resistant to that. Yes, to I've the learned not to be All resistant. Right. And here's the best part: okay. since uh, I've not, I've already learned. Learned, I said learned because I was very stubborn. Learned not to be resistant Ooh. to technology and all these new things that the, this generation has offered. I've also upped the ante in such a way, and this is one of the business secrets I want to Ooh. share to the younger photographers: is that everybody wants to be somebody. You can't be like that. You need to think outside everybody's domain and see where everybody is migrating to or trying to imitate and you go the opposite way why is that 
because all of these are trends. So when I go, for example, uh, broadcast now, I'm doing FB Live, for example, and then suddenly right, right. Humu, one of the new apps are out there, is, uh, is like making, uh, giving attention or making, you know, making waves of some sort. So I got curious. So I start studying again. I have learned right. that, uh, you know, the older you get, the more you need to study. Because if you become, if you be if you're complacent about your possession or because you're of older, that, that's, that becomes the end of anybody else. So I always presume I don't know anything. I've learned that from this generation. So there's so many things to learn. I'm, I'm always constantly trying to catch up. I'm tired of trying to catch up, but somebody <laughs> has to do it. <laughs> yeah, and I think what uh, I agree with you um, in a different field. Uh, I feel the same way that even if I've, I've been in a certain a particular field for a very long time already, I always come in every year, let's say, thinking that I'm new, you know, trying to learn new tricks uh, because it's also the way to keep yourself you know, on your toes, so to speak. But I think what you haven't mentioned here, and I don't know if you'll agree with me on this one, uh-huh. is who you learn from also is the key. True. Um, even if they're new, because, right, you know what I mean? Because you have the experience, you have already a discerning eye, you know who you're going to pick up tricks from, so to speak, right? Right. Regine, what about you? From um, uh, the older generation of photographers, there's a lot to pick up, obviously. What are the more, uh, you know, standout things that you picked up that you have now infused with the new generation of uh, doing photography? Uh, I think one one of the many things that I picked up is working relationships with um, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's something that I really appreciate that I picked up from mentoring with people or becoming friends with the industry. Because um, it's like, I think when you're younger, you have this idea that you have to like fight for your space. But then when, when you realize that it's like, there's always going to be space for everyone. Um, There's a huge space, right? Yeah, yeah, massive. And the thing is, it's like, uh, I think that competitiveness um, is now perceived as something different. I think when I first started doing photography or when I first wanted to get into it, it felt very restrictive. And I think this was before social media. This is before, you know, you would see a lot of things in magazines and hear about it. So you kind of like put everyone in a pedestal. But then, you know, when you meet these people, they're all really nice and willing to share uh, what they've learned. And um, it isn't actually as like an aggressive space that I thought it would be, or maybe, you know, I live in a bubble, who knows? Um, but honestly, <laughs> it, maybe it helps to have uh, older siblings who know a lot of people. Hi, Marts. Joke. <laughs> Mart, no, no, no. Um, but uh, no, it really, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I think it, it helps to um, to just like, be very open and also like the whole gatekeeping thing i think is kind of like passe it's kind of sad if you see people doing that so i think right. like now a lot of us like well i know this is really like an older thing but you know I, I have a lot of good relationships with um photographers that are younger my age and even older um because like we're, we're kind of like all in the same industry we all want to support each other um if we're all doing great then everyone does great is that kind of I think that should be um, right. know, a good thing. I don't know. I kind I, of like went I, yeah, off I the hear. rails here, but 
No, 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 no. It's okay. I hear you. I hear you. And we all want that in any field uh, that let's uh, not get into the whole gatekeeping thing. That's, you know, passe. We should all help each other. But in reality, though, um, there are things that we, we, we can't deny. There are uh, people who are resistant to change or people who are resistant to new ones or new ones who are resistant to older ones. Is there a divide in the world of photography? Are there factions also in the world of photography? As much you as tell you me, Raymond, that, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. no. I, I mean, uh, I, I'll be completely honest with you guys. Um, please, if, please. If it didn't, if, if there was no divide or function, uh, f- factions, then uh, then we're not living in a normal world because there's no such Correct. thing as a perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect. Uh, for anybody, for that matter. The gatekeepers. I j- maybe well, I just want to go back to the gatekeeper idea. And please, 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 the, the idea of people being resilient more now about gatekeeping it's not because they didn't want the younger people to take over no that 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 that's a wrong concept the concept because uh, when i grew up we were we had mentorships wherein we would be assistants to older photographers or designers would have mentors right. this and that that was the way of passing on uh the wisdom the what you've learned and passing the button right. or you I, I'm old already, and there, this was this was accepted during that time. Okay, I think I'm. Old. I think you should take over the world of whatever you know uh, career or industry that you're in. The reason why the right. older people are more resilient now is not because they don't want the younger people to take advantage, but the younger people have been more aggressive. I hate to say that, but more aggressive, but more uh, full of themselves without actually really studying what they're what they're going into. The, the mm. instantaneous uh, gratification of our generation now, including um, because of the digital thing, has changed that mindset. Right. They think that everything it comes that easy. I'm not saying this. The microwave, everyone. the microwave mentality, as I sobra, call it. Sobra, sobra microwave mentality. Like, uh, oi, like shoot lang ako kunyari for one artista. He's a good photographer or she's a good photographer now. And then people, once you put it in kunyari in social media, and you know how social media is, the more repetitive, the more you put it out there, people kind of think without realizing that sometimes and i and i and i do this and it also happened to me that i got my position not because i was good first but because i was shooting uh celebrities Uh, when i started i was shooting martin nivera so the celebrities helped push my presence however once the presence has been pushed there has to be that sort of humility when you need to constantly keep on learning and then that's when people appreciate it that's why i had less resistance when i was coming in as a newbie is because people i didn't i didn't rub so sort of i didn't rub people the wrong way in my industry but i robbed the clients the wrong way so that's kind of another story but mm-hmm. but you know uh also hindi mawawala yun ano hindi mawawala ang People resistant about younger people being, you know, part of the whole industry. There will always be older people who are afraid. The word is afraid that night they might become uh, useless or not relevant. If you want to talk about it on that level, don't so worry. Young, young photographers feel the same way. Eugene, that's the worst part. If you're young, it's not about being relevant. The older people, that's their excuse. Okay, lang. And I'm old and I'm, I'm even admitting to that. But if a young person feels mm-hmm. that they won't, they won't be relevant, oh my God, you guys have so much baggage. I don't even know how to call it anymore. Or 
you don't need to feel about relevant. You need to keep on asserting your your importance. What's you know honing what's honing that talent that you're actually uh, very good at. So my I'm not a technical person, so. My talent in photography, I won't share right now what it is, but it's not technical. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trust me, it's not right. technicality. Okay, I want to I wanna insert something. Um, and I talked about this again, not in the world of photography, but uh, because some of these things apply in any, any uh, field, right? Mm-hmm. Some of these things that we're talking about. In, in, in any field back then, let's say with Raymond, the entry point, to photography was much smaller, um, and uh, it's harder to penetrate. In other words, right? Uh, uh, maybe it's a celebrity that helps you, or whatever. And you you were mentored by somebody who had a major name, and all of these things. In this new world, um, again, just like any field, the space is so big you can create your own platform. You don't need, uh, um, and I don't take this the wrong way when I say this. You don't need. The mentorship, we all do need that. But it technically, if you want to enter anything, whether it's you know creating your own channel, your own platform, your own space, it's possible nowadays. But the downside, and I want your take on this regime, is sometimes it gets diluted because now there's everybody's into it, right? Um, just like let's say everybody has a podcast. Everybody has a show. Everybody has this. Now, jan magkakasalaan eh. Now, I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just saying, now, dito tayo magkakasalaan eh. Now, we're going to filter who's doing it better, who's, uh, you know, who is putting in more quality, who's putting in more work, who's putting more thought into it. Regine, in this new world, do you think it's diluted? With a lot of photographers, wannabe photographers, photographers who think they're photographers, uh, that's the, I mean, that's me being a devil's advocate, just asking it out there. No, I I appreciate um, that point of view because I always like to be critical about things. And mm-hmm. uh, you know what? I was asked the same question 10, 15 years ago. Isn't that crazy? Wow. wow. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the same thing. You know, 10, 15 years ago, the question was, um, how do you feel about a lot of these people that buy SLRs? Um, you know, it, it's the same concept, right? You... You know, you have a cell phone, you have an SLR, you have a mirrorless, you have all of these um, cameras uh, to our disposal. Does that make it more diluted or does that kind of weaken the quality of her work? Uh, I, I don't want to sound kapal mukha, but I think it makes our work better. Um, first of all, in terms of like financially speaking, the more people who use it, the easier it is to access for all of us, right? Um, and two... I don't think, I, I think people are smart enough to see quality. Uh, it has nothing to do with how, how, they, how many are, times. Are they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, to an extent. I mean, I, I think we're able to see if work is good or not. Uh, and okay. I think, like, this is me being, uh, like, I can't, I can't hate on people that want to get into photography or want yeah, to explore. Course, yeah. Because I, I think there's so much value in exploring this on your own because you know when I was young a lot of people encouraged me to pursue photography but looking back the work wasn't that great but I had amazing mentors like you said not necessarily professional mentors at the time but people that encouraged me um, to produce the work that I did and um, eventually that allowed me to do more research in 
going to an art school for photography or um, interning for amazing uh, photographers. And so it's like, I, I think that it's a good thing that there are more people. Um, I don't think it affects my work because my progress is going to be my personal journey. So it's like what other people do doesn't really bother me as much, unless it's how, unless it's like blatant copying or you know uh, yeah, are something there, that are maybe... there. Sorry, I was going to ask, and just in relation to that, are there people who get into the field now uh, for the wrong reasons, like because they want to be as famous as probably the celebrities that they're shooting? Is that something that that sure. exists in the world of photography? <laughs> I think uh, that exists, uh, Raymond. Yeah, Maya would agree, um, but. You know, they'll, they'll put in the work and then realize, hey, this is actually either really fun or maybe this isn't for me. Or they'll do like a pivot or a kembot, as you said, diba? So mm -hmm. I think, uh, I mean, this is me thinking positively. And again, like the world is so big. There's so much space for everything that go lang. I'm always going to have my space. Just like Raymond is always right. going to have your space. I don't think right. relevance Raymond, is an issue. Or, you know, let, let's, let's, let's get into it. What do you think? No, 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 I, yeah, Raymond, I, what do you think about the, the whole superstar? It's like a superstar DJ, a superstar yeah, it, photographer. No, you know what? Um, it, there's nothing wrong. I mean, I, I will call our generation guilty, my generation guilty for doing that because we started the... Ooh. We started the celebrity status. We started the supermodel uh, genre. Ah. We started the superstar photographers. You know, the, we, we, we brought in... So the, technically, so, what you're saying, Raymond, is you created the monster. Your we created generation. the monster. I mean, I mean <laughs> okay, we okay. Need, somebody has to admit okay. it somewhere, somehow. So right, we created right, that monster. Right. So, I mean, okay. I, the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable to admit that is this. Because I came in... I came in and I did the work. I, I sacrificed. My, however, people didn't. I just realized after years, I didn't realize that people didn't see it that way. People saw the name Isaac as a wow, imported shot. Number two, I was mm. in so during that time. I was the youngest. During that time, man. During that time, <laughs> talaga. That's a note. So that's kind of okay. carbon dating, talaga. No? Anyway, the, the point is. Um, so, so I was, I was, I was pushed to that point wherein I was called the celebrity photographer, the bad boy photographer, whatever, whatever you okay. want to call me. I didn't care. Seriously, I didn't care. What I cared about was I just wanted right. the job because that's what I wanted to do. So that didn't right. affect me. However, you go years after. So you were right. The entry point was small. Now that the entry point of everybody in the industry is bigger, so photographers, stylists, makeup artists, and all this, na glam team. This glam teams now, that's why they call glam teams, is because they're supposed to be the ones in demand. So from photographers to... The sad part about it is this. The younger you are, and I am part of that when, when I was like that when I was younger, is that it gets to your head. You don't seem to think clearly at a certain point in time so you kind of become defensive when an older person tells you hoy let's not that's not you know let's not get this uh, let's not get intoxicated by the being famous in fa in facebook or instagram or because right, you're right. shooting this artista you know you think you're that good because you you need years to actually prove yourself and that's what i've been trying to do with myself is that I didn't want to be famous, and, and this is the truth. I didn't want to be famous. I wanted to be consistent. I want to be consistently good. I want to be consistently creating things that people would know. Would, and that, I think that's the reason why I, I shied away from celebrity status. Ngayon, yung mga bata, of course, we all get intoxicated by, some, by attention because social media, social currency, media right. 
is right. is attention. So I can't blame them, but somebody has to, you know, start moving things around. So at least there's a certain awareness that you know, magaling ka bata kaya lang you know you're you're depending on social media on your presence. Ano ba photographer ka ba makeup artist ka ba stylist ka ba o gusto mo na maging celebrity? Because you need to choose. You really need some to of the choose. photographers already endorse products, right? I've worked yeah. with photographers who endorse the same, right? Right? Yeah, I mean I endorse also some. I mean I'm not a exactly, shiner, but right. yeah, but the point is. Uh, it's because it came because of the hard, the hard work you've you've you you you've done. I mean, through the years. I mean, okay, lang yan. Or if it's not the hard work because of your connections, kunyari to the social circles, right. you know. It, right. The Philippines is a different planet if you think about it. It is. It is. So, it's a very social planet, isn't it's, it? Right. it? Whatever you, I have photographer friends who studied in the states who come into. Bakit ganito sa Philippines? It's who you know and not your talent. Yes, this is the Philippines. It's who you know. It's not how good a photographer you are sometimes. And then sometimes, you, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, That's why I said sometimes. sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Correct. Yes, you're right. You're right. Um, I'm sorry if I uh, bato bato if I hit somebody. <laughs> no, that's why we have you on the show. We were talking to Raymond Isaac, 36 years in the business. Um, Regine David, four years here in the Philippines, but 12 all in all, as she would say, uh, in the world of photography. Uh, you're listening to the chat room. My name is Boom. Here's a question, and it's kind of like uh, a two-part question, kind of. First of all, is it a is it still a profitable profession or is it more profitable nowadays and i ask that question with the with the context of the conversation earlier of it being diluted also because the clients also just like in anything they sometimes go for the cheaper ones um why will I pay for this? I can pay for this. You can I, I, I wouldn't say sometimes. It would definitely be most of the time. <laughs> most okay, of the go. Time. <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time. I'll, okay, I'll stop there. Please tell me. Tell, I don't need to contextualize anymore my question then. Regine, you know what Regine. I'm talking about. Tell me, tell me what, what's in your head, please. Um, I think that, I guess, yeah, with the accessibility of um, okay. our platform, it's made it harder for... <coughs> for clients to understand the work that we put in um, for shoots. And uh, because it's very easy for a lot of people, that makes it really difficult for them to see that uh, there's a lot of research, there's a lot of equipment, there's a lot of like back-end things that make um, these work happen. And also the idea of, um, I guess, uh, usage is not really as explored or maybe something kind of got lost along the way and it makes it very difficult to make pitches for for um, funding. Like sometimes we have to do our own production uh, for shoots that eats into our own like uh, our own um, pitches, and that's it's it's kind of hard um, to kind of say yes because you don't want to lose you don't want to lose opportunities for work. Um, right. But at the same time, it's it's hard to do a lot of work if you don't have the kind of money. So that's where your connections can come in, or good relationships can come in. Um, and it's, it's, it also comes in when you're younger and I think, or actually, you know, it could be from any age, not necessarily younger, anyone that enters photography with, um, more access. And that means they can afford their own equipment to, um, do shoots for a lot less or, and I I think that can happen in every industry. Don't you think? Uh, and I think that like, so it makes it a little bit more difficult, uh, I've had more success with work abroad just because of 
other economies. They they can afford to to fund um, the kind of work that I would like to do, rather than here where um, it's it's just really hard to support um, paying everyone <laughs> when the pay is a lot equal and we have way more problems. Uh, what do you think? Correct. Uh, about uh, I mean I mean if it's more lucrative now. Um, Ooh, tricky question there. Like, have um, you lost? Have you lost jobs because, and you were conscious of why you lost them because half the price for this person, yeah. this photographer who who barely has any experience. Oh, even worse, more, uh, probably more followers on Instagram or something. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Uh, how did I lose some of my accounts? Uh, they're either cheaper or they have more accounts or followers in their social media, which I don't know if that translates to talent and skill. Uh, uh, yeah, because there, there, we are, we belong to a numbers-obsessed uh, Yeah, numbers-obsessed uh, uh, right. uh, society. Anyway, um, right. but here's the funny part. Uh, I, I was talking to an older photographer and I said, why aren't you, uh, no, why, why aren't you uh, stressing out like the same way I stressed out when you lose a job? So, oh, don't worry about that. You know, it always happens in every generation. The younger people are always more aggressive. Eventually, the playing fields will level out. And, so, and then so I said, what, what do you I mean by that? Right. That's when the, you out, separate, right. yeah, that's when you separate the men from the boys. They're going to start eating right. each other up. They're going to start fighting right. each other on that low end thing. Eventually, the Filipinos or the clients mm. will say, "Ah, so I'm price more five thousand, so you're not worth more." So mm. I, and then eventually, uh, as we go through, as I went through that whole thing, I learned that this client came from that other photographer. Oh, bakit kalumipat? I was asking, why did you change photographer? Ah, uh, kaya pala I paid him cheap, kasi cheap rin pala yung kanyang out, yung kanyang output. So okay. But then again, kawawa rin. But you wanted to, you know, this photographer. I'm saying kawawa is because I came from that point of view also. Na I wanted to break into the business. Pero uh, the, the younger people don't want to listen about, you know, self-worth when it comes to pricing yourself. Buting Regine mm-hmm. understands. I appreciate Regine so much, seriously. And that's the reason why I love talking to her is because she understands that whole complication of relationship of pricing of self-worth no wala yung self-worth it became more commercialism consumerism. and compromise na masyado parang ganun. sobrang compromise so it, it it even deteriorated the artistry so now because mm. a triangle of society is uh, you know the base is bigger than the apex obviously so if a whole mass of people think oh my god this is beautiful photography kami nagtitingin ni Regine, parang, how did, Regine mentioned that earlier, how can you kind of call that nice when, when you know blatantly it's not nice photography, you know? So, you don't know how to say it. So, but if you say something naman out loud, people say, a contrabida ka kasi matanda ka na, that's why you're, right. you're very star-graping about this, you're gatekeeping. Right. I'm like, no, we're not. I'm like, can't you tell good taste from bad taste? What's wrong with the world? I mean, that, that's probably tinatamaan ako dyan because I can't tell. But. No, 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 no. There, there, we all have different. We all have different uh, points of view, and everything is important. But when it comes to something like kunyare, when it comes to you know you broadcasting, I'm not gonna tell you like you know what, boom, your diction is bad. You, you, the way you do this. I, who am I to tell you that? I mean, but. You know, I won't take it personally. No, but no, but then who am I? I know what you're saying. That? I know your point, though. So you know, yeah. the, there are times when you really need to listen, but there are also times like I learned that you don't need to be resistant, also, and be gatekeepers, also. So there is, there should be a, 
an interaction, a good relationship between the old and the young photographers. And business-wise, I'm telling you, um, there is a change in the landscape of photography. And because of technology... In what it, way? In what way? In that way, it's this way. Technology has always changed landscapes of business. For example, uh, right. if before textiles are made from itchy, uh, whatever material that you put in when we wear T-shirts, now the fashion has revolved and repeated itself, but now it's more comfortable because the technology has found ways to make it more comfortable. It's the same with technology right. and photography. So now it's easier. Right. Like I'm glad that I'm in this generation where it's mirrorless, there's an autofocus and there's a touch screen because <laughs> freaking A, I am 57 years old. I can't do this to a camera and start focusing you know, while people are working. So now I'm like, thank you God for technology. I am, that's why I'm saying true, I true. welcome this. And it made True. my life and my business easier. So, you know, True. there is a way. So, when technology changes, you need to evolve with it or ahead of it, it to, yeah, to prepare yeah. yourself. Some people, like when, when I have a class and somebody would say, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? That's a stupid question, but I always throw it out in the class. And when somebody says, I want to be Raymond Isaac, wrong answer. You don't want to be like anybody else because you'll always be number two. The number one spot has, take, has been taken already. Create that number one spot for yourself because there's only one Boom, there's only one Regine, there's only one Raymond. So that is the way I always tell the young photographers, don't be like us. <laughs> My God, you have so much opportunity right. years ahead of you to do so. Agree 100%. And I'll always say that, yes, you can follow a blueprint. Yes, you yes. can follow a template that was set by, let's say, Regine or Raymond or whoever, but that doesn't mean you, along the way, you stick to that. There are other ways to... Or you're going to be successful because you're all, you know, some people right. say, I want to be like that person because I want to be successful. No, no, you're not. You're just going to be a clone. I'm going to go back to the original. I mean, why would I want to hire Regine if I, uh, why would I want to hire a photographer who shoots like Regine? I might as well get Regine. At least I don't have to worry in the back of my head. Is, is the person going to do the same thing that Regine's going to do the same thing? So, you know, logic, which sometimes we don't have, or right. common sense. We, we don't have, have, right. Yeah. Or common sense, which we don't have also. I don't know why they call it common in the first place. Right, right. Becomes you know, a stumbling. Cheers, 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 with a lot of younger photographers, the reason I think why maybe they don't, they're not able to um, do work as well as, let's say, more established photographers, or there's, there's this kind of like anchor about pricing um, that comes from, I guess, lack of self-worth or lack of um, mm -hmm. exposure. Like, I think a lot of the times um, it's the clients that dictate uh, the pricing because maybe... Right. Uh, they didn't have the education. You don't have to go to school for photography. You're lucky. I'm super lucky that I was able to go to school for photography. And I was able to have experience elsewhere and at home um, for pricing. And I really find that you really can't do the quality of work that you want to do if you're not being funded. Right? Mm -hmm. And um, mm. I think uh, when it comes to pricing, it's, it's our responsibility to educate clients and our responsibility as mentors to educate younger photographers and our colleagues um, to keep the price uh, 
feasible for everyone so that we can actually perform. Like you don't have to see whether they're good or bad. It's not about the pricing. It's about taste level. Don't you think? I think that's like it's kind of like my my frustration. <laughs> no, no, it's I awesome. agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Hey, boom. I, I just want to share this that Regine's on the Please, same topic anyway. Is that oh, you know, uh, people are saying Raymond Yabang Mo because you know you're established already and. Uh, you can dictate your price for this price. You know, that's not true. When I was young, I dictated my price already to be high. And people were asking, why are you so expensive? Because I think you're paying for what you're worth, I, from what I'm worth. And then I show them what I'm worth. Right. I won't tell you what it is. And then, <laughs> sorry, another business secret. And of course, say, of course. Ah, kaya pala mahal ka. Sabi niya, yes. Don't worry because, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, some people kasi cheat clients and I understand where they're coming from. So, I also understand the economy, economic side wherein people want to make tipid and so on and so forth. You can make tipid. I mean, I'll be lying to you if I tell you I've stuck to my high price. Of course not. I would go down my, I would bring my prices down because if I've established a relationship with a client, I right. mean, you know, they'll be there for you. And long term, long term. Yeah, long You're thinking term. long term, right. Yeah, and right. Regine's right. You establish relationship. I, it, it does happen. However, when you tell the kids, I, I was a victim of, of this, and that's why I know why the children, I'm saying the kids, are the, mm. the younger photographers are afraid because I was a victim myself. When mm. I was younger, I said, how do you price yourself? This older photographer then told me, oh, these are the prices you need to, uh, no. so I followed because I was ignorant and, and innocent at that time. And when mm. I did that, I find, I apparently I wasn't getting the jobs. So I went out of curiosity, the client became a friend of mine in one, in one job or another. I asked, how come you never got me? Oh, because that older photographer uh, would always get the job. So I go, why would he get the job? And, but you were the cheaper one. Oh, because uh, that person would lower his price when he knew what your price was. Because he knew. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Tricks, I thought you were. I thought you were, I thought you were mentoring me. I, I, I looking violated. out for you, pero yeah, yung pala. Yung pala. <laughs> I felt violated. <laughs> threatened, because threatened. He knew the quality. I guess he knew uh, the talent. I, I, you and, know, uh, everybody. You know, I don't believe the idea of threatened because the only one who threatens a person is yourself. If you feel your worth is always. You know, but anyway, so I understand where well, the younger Well, I only from. say, yeah, I only say threatened from his point of view. From his point of view. He, was, he, wasn't, he wasn't secure with his own work. With own so he had to pull, pull out the, the dirty trick of the dirty tricks. things. So I got and again, this goes back to our earlier conversation that as much as we want everything to be fine and dandy and perfect, it really isn't. And that's just how it is. And even, let me shift the conversation real quick. Uh, even from a client standpoint, right? Now, we've talked about the photographers and some of the problems that we've experienced, regardless of whether you're a veteran, you're a newcomer, or you belong to anywhere in between. But also, some of the problems come from the clients. Uh, what are the more annoying problems? Without saying anyone, without being particular, we don't have to, you know, maybe be controversial here, but just in general, what are, what are some of the things that clients cannot seem to understand about your business? What are some of the problems that you encounter, whether it's about being paid so late, whether it's about not being paid correctly, all of these things, please let me know. 
Can you Go see with... us laughing? Uh, yes, <laughs> that's why. The fear, the that's fear. Why. Just, just I don't know. You had to say Regine, you really had to say that. I'm trying to stop myself. I'm looking away, and then you say, "Did you see us laughing?" I'm like, "Okay, this is it." Regine, you go first. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. With, many, I mean, many, many, many. Particular kids. without being specific. Yeah. With, with, oh, with we can um, be particular. Be we can be specific. <laughs> I know. Okay. 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 Game. What okay. are some of the problems that you guys encounter that that is just you know you're you're so sick of already for, in the the world of photography? Uh. Okay, there, let's see. One is getting paid late or never at all. Uh, that's a really, really huge never. issue. Never. Yeah. Yeah, I've had some clients that owe me a lot of money. True. I just, just oh, I never got it. Wait a minute. Now that I think about it, that happens. It's happened to me too. Oh, it's it, happening. Oh. So, yeah. I'm sorry yeah, I lost okay. your I invoice or the one in charge. <laughs> the invoice or the one in charge is not anymore uh, connected to the company. I'm like, oh, that's not my problem. Oh, yes. I, sh- yes. I don't even give you my work. That's for yes. every, every freelancer, I think, has experienced that in the Philippines. Not only you, Regine, oh, even no. us. I have a company and they, they come back to me and say, I'm sorry, you lost your invoice. Wow. Multinational company losing an invoice. Maka ma BIR ka. It's, uh, I, I think, I think a lot of us need to kind of establish this kind of like pay half first before you do the job because wala, we're never going to say that. Do they allow money. that though? The, I right, mean, the, why shouldn't they? Um, <laughs> like a lot of people do that. So what's not like, you wouldn't pay a doctor, like you wouldn't like owe a doctor, right? Correct. Like, they're not going to let you out unless you, you pay the bill. So w- that's what happens also, to us? That's also, that's also risking losing, right? Uh-huh. Sometimes losing the job to, to begin with, you know, oh, right. I'm not willing to I, pay 50%. I'm sure I, I think many of us have lost jobs because of, because of, of that. Okay. But, you know, okay, go ahead. Are, are, are these a lot of like, are these the kind of clients you really want to work with if they are difficult? <laughs> That's a good point. That's a great point. Um, when it comes to money, like if you can't afford it, don't get it. It's it's not that difficult. Um, uh, what else? Um, I've also experienced, I guess, sometimes. Uh, I don't know if like me being female plays a part. That sometimes mm. they don't take you seriously. Um, that's a little frustrating, uh, but. Um, it's 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 usually like a money thing. It's a respect thing. It's uh, um, not being taken seriously unless there's something else going on in your life. Let's say like you moved abroad for three months and suddenly all oh, your big thing, I, nothing has changed. The um, clients also automatically look at your Instagram account, not necessarily for not, your work. I hope so. Or your grid. No, not necessarily for that. But they're looking at followers right away. Do clients do that? Yeah, for do. you in your world. I'm sure. I don't have a lot of followers, so I can't really speak for myself. Um, but but that, has that worked against you, knowing that, that that's what you're saying? I never hear about it because the clients that care about followers probably don't go to me. So, okay. <laughs> right? Okay. They probably don't okay. go to good me. Good point. Good point. Um, okay. So I'm not so worried about it. All right. Uh, good. But okay. I think it's really about um, being able to stand up for yourself um, and like also if if the client um like if i if the what the what the client does is instead of isn't what i stand up for i'm not going to support that maybe i'm mm. in a lucky place where i can say no to that but mm. um i don't know i feel like again if the client is right for me and the client is, uh, i'm right for the client it's going to be a good thing i've had 
really great relationships with people I've worked with. Um, and the ones that didn't pan out, I think also haven't panned out for a lot of people. So mm. it's it, it's like a it's like you know it's like an Airbnb review. You you see who's doing well, and I'll see if you're doing well. Then we'll then we can win. I don't know. <laughs> Raymond, I, I think we want to unleash the dragon here. Raymond, go ahead. Uh, I have to be careful because my manager's like uh, messaging me, and you be you be very careful when you open that's your mouth exactly, this time. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying <laughs> let's not be specific. You know, we don't want to. I'm well, just okay. talking about general problems. Like there, I, I have this client. Uh, I don't know, Regina, if you've experienced it. This is really funny. Oh, you know, Raymond, I feel that the, the, the shot that we will do for this um, uh, actor is that you should use a 105 lens, then shift to a one, uh, 85, and then move your uh, uh, move your soft light to 45 degrees to mm. your right, mm. and then suddenly okay. shift it a little bit so that you get that soft. Wait, are you do are you doing my job? I'm like, if you are, I literally. <laughs> And it's more than once. And this is just during the meeting. But what the worst part is wow. sometimes is that during the shoot itself, I do have wow. people behind me and says, you know, maybe if you shift your lens and then you move your light a little bit more this way. At first, I would follow wow. instructions, you know, because they might they might have some, you know, some sense to what they're doing. Eventually, they become like, you know, backseat drivers. I'm like, right. Right. So at the end, I no, this is what I did. I got my camera here. Why don't you hold the camera? You, you shoot and then I'm going to watch and just in case you need anything technically fixed, I will fix it for you. Because, not because you dabbled in photography, not because you have photography. That's a good word. It's like, it makes you an authority. I mean, that's why you're paying me. I mean, you're paying me, you're, you're not paying me cheap and then you're doing this. I'm like, Sige, if that's what you want to do, then okay lang sa akin. And I'm very kind. I'm, I'm, I, I may sound mataray when I'm talking to you right now, or you know, I'm, I'm very opinionated. But when it comes to mm. work, I always make sure that the client is king. So when the client says, maybe you should do this, are you sure? I would say, yeah, because you know, it'll create bad shadows. No, 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 but that's what I like. Okay, I'm getting paid for this. I will do it. Eventually, okay, when, yeah. they, when but they, that's when a they different be... conversation because yeah. na, usapan nyo. Oh. Yeah, pero oh, after after oh. all these bad decisions that they're making, I would actually ask permission. Children, this is how I had this conversation about two days ago with another young photographer who called me for consultation, and I always, mm. you know, I always answered there. He says, "How do you do this?" Good for now? you. Good for you. No, you need to pass it forward, talaga, and people don't believe you pass it forward. Good for and then me. they said, Raymond, I have a problem. I mean, I always get the catalog work; it's so boring. He says. But the the money is the same. Some people, you're lucky. I said you're getting paid. Some people are not getting paid. So, but I'm bored. So, okay, you're young. I understand that part. But this is what you do to solve that problem: is that you follow what the client wants. Once you finish all the requirements, you actually ask permission. boom, you're my client. I say, boom, are you happy with the shoot? Yes, I'm happy. Uh, boom, is there anything that you need? No, I'm I'm okay. I think we're good. Okay, but before we end, can I ask my model, Regine, to post for me naked? And then Regine, is that okay? And Regine says, yeah, can we do this? I mean, you know, I mean, since we're finished. So I always tell the photographers, you let the clients win first because they actually paid for the job. They paid for your rent. They paid for your gas. They paid, right. they paid for the food on your table. Let them right. be happy. But once they're okay. happy, then you put it in there, you know, nicely and, you know, properly. Mm. So, you know. And this is where relationships and this is where relationships, your, yes. come into play. And even your social skills also. 
which which one of the things that people don't realize directing and social skills with client directing a, a model in front of you and dealing with a client who is makulet or who doesn't you know who doesn't know what they want in particular that is a problematic so you're parang you, you know people in advertising are very um uh, oh god i'm trying to find a politically correct word but they tend to look at things i'm trying i'm trying to be polite here you're on air uh, they're trying to look at things um very specific. So, kunyari, we're looking at the model. I don't know, Regina, if you, you've experienced this, but sometimes you'll say, oh, I like this model because she, she, she moves well. No, I don't like her because her nostrils are big. I'm like, you notice her nostril? But we're shooting on a full shot. I'm like, it's, it, mm. that's irrelevant because her body is perfect for this. Okay, fine. Let's go with Oh, I don't like that model because, you know, her eyebrows are not the same as the eyebrows on the other. What? We have a makeup artist. I mean, you know, sometimes there are things that they notice that sometimes become very irrelevant and they don't want to... And unreasonable it. already. And unreasonable. Yeah. Not because they don't understand, but because I... And this, I have to tell people, it's not about being pakialamero or because they're OC, but because people want to be in control of almost anything that's in front of them. So if you're a client... Filipinos are basically very OC. So they want control. They want control of the situation. They want control. So when you don't have control over a situation, they panic. And sometimes, and that's what's happening to the pandemic right now. So some people panic because, oh my God, what do I do now? Uh, you know, the world's in shambles. It's right. a pandemic, right? You, you lose control. Right. But, you know, like what I said, people are made in different modes. So some people can address that, that lose of control. But most of our clients in advertising have so much... Uh, control that they need to have for it to, you know, they have to be accountable source to somebody higher. They have to be accountable to the amount of money. And we're not joking about mm. the amount of money that you spend in advertising. So mm. I understand. I do understand. It's just that sometimes mm. we do experience clients who are like, God, you're impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about managing, managing client expectations. It's a very big right. thing. You know, this, this is one thing that I've learned. Okay, when you want to manage client, you need to go, and I joke you not, you need to go to couples therapy. I'm like, what? What the hell? What the hell are you talking about? It's like, it's like dealing with a wife or a husband. So when your client says, you know, I, gusto ko ng ganito. I want it red because I want it red. And then you'll say, so in couples therapy, you don't say, no, I don't think that works. You don't negate it. What you say is, I feel that red might be a nice color, but maybe once you do the red, I suggest we do a little pink. It right, might just right, work. right. So, so you're not, sh it's like a psychology thing. You're not shutting down an idea. You never do. Uh, you are, yeah, you're making an alternate suggestion. Just like, oh, para may choices ka. May choices may ka. Oh. ka. So when you para go gano. home, you go, parang, <laughs> ay, ang bait pala ni Raymond. Pinagbigyan niya ako, <laughs> pero hindi ko aaminin. Mas maganda yung suggestion ni Raymond. Yeah, <laughs> of course, they will never admit that. They will always yeah. say, ang galing ko, yan na nangyari sa project natin. So, it's the... Raymond, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, Regine. You're still. No, no, no. Okay. No, all he's just saying that's the advantage of being able to um, mentor with other people because then you understand how important it is to speak to people, right? Just communicate. It's, it's communicate. really it's, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And um, also, I wanna I wanna tack onto that. Uh, a lot of these problems can be solved if we had proper pre-production. Um, a lot of the times, clients will walk in and be like, let's change everything. And we're like, uh, you, didn't, you didn't pay for that. And you're like, 
I don't know, but it's hard for you to say that, but you know, it the thing is like not especially when you're younger, it's a lot I'm sure. more difficult to right. understand your ground is really cool. I don't know. Right? Yeah, you're you're not sure if you're allowed to do those things, but then you are. And that's no, that's where the Virginia pre-production can. comes in, right? Virginia, you can just maintain that American accent. Promise. That's what I did in the beginning. I said, "Oh my God, I don't think I can do this." It's like it's like no way. Am I going to shoot it that way? What? And then they're like, they're just just they're like years in headlights. I'm like, oh my God, like English Raymond, bakang atama siya. Again, it's a matter of presentation and marketing. Uh, we're talking to Raymond Isaac here, Regina did the final few minutes of our wonderful chat uh, about photography, clients, uh, and all of that. Is there still discrimination in the world of photography in any form, in any kind of form? Uh, whether it's, I don't know, wh- whatever. Do, do clients discriminate? Do people discriminate in terms of their choices? Is that, does that exist in the world of photography, Raymond, Regine? Regine, you first. Yeah, yeah, I can. <laughs> I don't know what else to add to that, but yeah, I do, I do feel mm-hmm. it. Um, more so here. Gender? Than, are you talking about gender? Are we? It's, are we, it's a lot. It's a lot, and I think it's it's more about not being able to communicate your idea very well, and um, it's. I guess it's a lot. It, it comes with respect, or um, I guess presentation, and yeah, I think gender plays a role. I think access plays a role, like your social circles play a role Ah, circle Um, right yeah and uh i i find that um when i work um internationally i don't experience a lot of the stress that i go through here interesting interesting um and i i'm i don't know if raymond can attest to that how do you feel because you you come from a different background (laughs) than me no, uh, no, no. It's not fair to ask about the discrimination when it comes to me because I, I'm the one who put them in, uh, who puts them in their own place. Sometimes, like yes, there, there is a lot, or there are. Uh, I've experienced it with other people, not, not, not as a photographer, but kunyare, uh, for example, if your stylist is uh, people, it's how do I say it? Um, Filipinos have a different way of approaching people. They look down on people more. So discrimination, I'm not going to use, but. It's more of they look down on people. So, kunyare, um, and this is bad. Huh? Uh, if a photographer does not know how to speak English, kunyare, and they're giving instructions, you would. Ah, pero magaling. Really? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh my God. I'm like, no. That, wow. That's like the joke that I was telling you. Now, oh, when you're doing this, maybe that's why I'm like, I, right, right, right. I, I have theater background, so I'm like, say maybe, maybe you can do something like this and turn your body to the right or the left. <laughs> And then people will look at me, oh my God, mayaman siya. I'm like, it's so funny. It is so I funny. I see what you're saying though. We're, f- we're laughing at it, but I see your point though. I see they your prejudice. Point. But That's what I was saying. They prejudice. To be, yes, there seems to be some, oh, he's an authority or she's uh-huh. an authority because of just a particular way of speaking. Correct. It's 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 okay. that uh, that colonialism that's still part of us, which I don't right. know. Why. It's not. Uh, Imagine uh, that, huh? Hanggang ngayon, for what? How many centuries na ganon parin tayo? May colonialism parin. I mean, that's that's. You know, we have so, so many excuses in this country. I swear, don't get me started on that. But one of the thing that uh, one of the things that uh, clients are now uh, the new type of clients are this. My clients, when I started, have grown old with me. So I understand that there's a new set or breed of clients coming in. Right. It's a matter of educating the new clients. And I agree with Regine. is that 
buti na nga yung pandemic that it taught some people that the importance of a good photographer does they can direct, they can do lighting, they can manage a shift. When you're a photographer, you manage a shift. You take care of the model, make sure the model or the artista is feeling good. While you're saying good things in front of the models, for example, Regina, I know you said, boom, oh my God, you are so guapo. I don't, I don't understand why we're just working now. And you're you never this, said that to me for the record since 2004, Raymond, but yeah. You never you. took, you never <laughs> took off your shirt <laughs> okay you know what you know what before this this broadcast is, has ended and uh, you know it'll end soon is that uh po mga kaibigan si boom a hard trap hu yan when i was okay all right anyway back to what oh, anyway so going back, back going back going back saying. going back uh, <laughs> don't side don't side shoot me yes anyway, yes yes so, we'll do that for your show you will do that for my story. So you you're you're directing the you're directing the model to make them feel good. Well, at the back of you, and they don't want the models to hear is that somebody's talking behind you and say, Alam mo, pangit siya dyan. Oh my god, not too loud. Because you're gonna destroy that momentum. You're gonna you're gonna make that person feel bad. And it happens more than once. Na somebody's gonna see somebody's gonna say na I am pangit mo dyan. And then suddenly the mood of the artista will say, Ako. Why, am I, why am I ugly? Sirana, then you have to start all over again. Mm-hmm. On top of all of that, you have to make sure the makeup artist understands what the client wants. You need to start translating that. It goes to translation of hairdressing, makeup artist, stylist. You know, you basically, the photographer really takes care of everybody, including the kind of food that you're going to serve. Sometimes Interesting. Yeah, because, okay, one of the secrets that I will tell the younger photographers also out there is that one of the things that you want to make, that you want to do when people enter your studio is to create the scent of either smoke, of uh, of uh, uh, coffee, brewed coffee, or toasted butter. Interesting. Why is that? Once you enter a place that makes you feel home. Homey. Ah. You're comfortable. Coffee, coffee just, always works, right? Yeah, yeah you're coffee right, works right. for some people, but buttered, but butter over toast that's toast. being toasted. It's like interesting. I like this. Oh my god, but I feel so at home. I feel relaxed. I like shoot. Why didn't we shoot here more often? You know, you get this, you get this things, but it does help. I feel relaxed. Let me take I, off my shirt. I, yeah, no, <laughs> you know, not my friend. It's true. I feel relaxed. Let me take off my shirt. I wish that. I wish that happened more often. <laughs> but the second one, the second one, which is very important, other than that, is that, is that make sure your toilets are clean. The oh girls, my God, there's so many studios that have bad toilets. Really? So you bad. A, you have to bring your own tissue paper. <laughs> Exactly. You have to bring your own toilet. Yeah, no, no, but seriously, once you have a very nice toilet that people, parang, I have, I fixed my toilet. I invested in my toilet, seriously. And then by surprise, I, I accidentally opened the toilet. Somebody was inside. Buti na lang, they weren't doing anything. Right. They were doing a selfie inside my toilet. What uh, the hell are you doing there? Ang it's that ng, nice. Oh, ang ganda uh, ng toilet mo. Parang hotel That's a great dito. tip. That's parang a great like, tip. And, but it helps the client. The client, if the client's comfortable, then they want to go back. It's like a home. They, they want to go back to you. It's like a hotel. They want to go back. If the artista right. or the model says, uh, you know what, can we just stay with Raymond? Because I'm more comfortable there and right. I can do whatever you want, you know, right. if I'm in a comfortable space. 
it does help create that space. So right. you know, repeat business. Things. You're you're looking for repeat yeah. business. That's repeat what it is. Repeat business right? and good relationship. You know, oh, of course. On top of that. Lalo na ngayon ano. Yeah. Uh, with Isaac and Regine David. Uh, so after the pandemic, before we end, after the pandemic, uh, Regine, what's the plan? When this ends, when it finally ends, you. Tokyo. Right I'll be away. based in Tokyo. Back. Right away. Tokyo. Mm-hmm. All right. Can't wait to see your work uh, from too. there. Because obviously, that is a great place to take photographs, right? I, again, I'm no expert, but just, you know, from a culture standpoint, right? Uh, it's a great place to, to be in, oh, no. right? Right? To be in, to just to eat, to take photographs, to whatever. To walk around, doesn't matter. People don't care, too. Oh, yep. whatever you look, right? That's another thing. Raymond, other than this, the, you've got a couple of shows going. Um, uh, you have your midnight show, right? Yep. Midnight, was it Midnight Snack? Midnight Snack hour in the Then you have your PM. Look right. at you. Look at you. I mean, look at you doing what? all of this. What? Come on, now I'm insecure. Man, no, I, now I'm at, I need tips from you. You're earning, I'm not. From my from my broadcast. That's what you think. <laughs> That's what you think. Oops, midnight. I'm just. It's my, it's my excuse to just take a shot with you guys. Thank you very much for being here with me, Raymond. It's good to see you again. Oh and wait, wait, sorry. Good to me... finally meet you. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah. There's another say one. I have, my qu- I have my quarantine chikahan on Saturdays. That's uh, yes, 5 yes. p.m. So two shows actually. So how often? Once a week for both. Once a week for both. Yeah. Because I can't do it right, anymore. I'm right. working. I have shoots coming uh, lined up already. Good so, for you. So, there. so is this something that you're planning to take long term? I mean, even while you're working, you're going to do some broadcasts here and there? Yeah, I got picked up. <laughs> now, look at you. Good for you. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. All right. Interesting. And Regine, uh, good luck in Tokyo. Hopefully the pandemic. Thank you. You know, I mean, I, I'm not going to say it end soon because it's not going to end soon but at least when the borders open up um but the important thing is you you be healthy you stay safe for the whole family uh and uh, so that you can jet out right away when the opportunity come uh, jet out right diba? i mean at least i can yeah. i can walk outside you know in tokyo <laughs> and i don't know if i can do that here yeah right raymond always good to see you nice uh, to even see you. if it's virtually Thank you for taking time. Anything you guys want to say before I let you both go? Uh, thank you for having us and follow us on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, go ahead. Social media. It's just Regine David at Instagram. It's pretty much my name. Yeah. Raymond? Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, for those who want to sponsor me in my shows, please contact me. <laughs> yan, <laughs> yan. Oh, I just left. No? <laughs> Tell them straight. <laughs> Communication skills. Tell them straight. <laughs> Yeah, I'm straight. Congratulations with your shows. Thank you. And uh, for getting picked up by whoever. And and then good with uh, the rest of, uh, of course, the career when things open up. And again, thank you for being uh, here on the chat room. Thank, thank you for you having so us. Much. Thank you for having us. Welcome, Raymond Isaac and uh, Regine David. My name is Boom. We'll see you next week for another edition of the chat room right here on Magic 89.9.